computer. Okay, welcome everyone. My brain is a bit slow this morning. It's um, We are week four of the Naturally Healthy Club. And this week we are talking about sugar cravings. And I wanted to start today with um, just going through our Naturally Healthy Club philosophy, because this is like some key thoughts that we want to be coming back to again and again. So um, our first one is I am becoming naturally healthy. I trust the process. I change best when I feel good. My thoughts create my results. That's that whole TEA thing of, of coaching ourselves. Um, the most pleasure happens in the first few bites. I focus on one meal at a time. I approach things with curiosity, not condemnation. I feel my feelings. There are no bad foods. My life is pretty amazing right now. And actually, let's just pause there and think about like one thing in your life that's really amazing that you're really th- thankful for. Well, not even that you're thankful, that you're just like, wow, that's so amazing that I have that. For me, like, it's amazing. I have the internet and here I am, like, you know, we're joining together all over the world and um, it's so fun. But there's so many amazing things that we take for granted. And number 11 is I'm getting exactly what I need, exactly when I need it. And number 12 is I want to do this and I can do this. Um, okay, so Tammy, I'm glad you're on because I actually wanted to start with some coaching coaching for Tammy. So Tammy had posted in the group, and I hope you don't mind if I share this. Tammy, is, is that okay? You're able to, I don't know if you're able to chat, Tammy, or if you can type in the type in the chat. Okay, great. Um, so Tammy had said, Jules, Jules, I'm finding it, I'm also finding it onerous to choose a treat, but I'm loving the morning practice otherwise. Could you suggest a substitute to have as other things that I do besides affirming that I'm becoming natu- a naturally healthy person every day? Um, so so great that you like posted like like first of all yeah like let's celebrate Tammy for like posting in the group when she was like noticing something was like oh awful onerous in like such a good word um so yeah like that's really great so like give yourself a pat on the back for that that Tammy like asking for help when you're like you know something doesn't feel right and then the next thing Tammy is often like there's a great um you know, in Stoic philosophy, and there's a book by Ryan Holiday called The Obstacle is the Way. So often when we have obstacles, when we something feels onerous, um, there's a there's a school of thought that often that that's that's there's a lesson for us there. Like there's something like so if we find something difficult, that there's something there to explore. Um so I want you to hold that that in your mind. Like we just put like let's have a think about like if you're finding owners to choose a treat, like I wonder why that is. Like what is it about choosing treats that's 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 hard for you? And um, all oh, right, Marissa's friend sent her that book a few months ago. Yeah, I read it. Um, uh, actually, I read it when it first came out, but it's, it's worth a read. Um, yeah. So that's that's the first thing, Tammy. Is just like have a think. So like, is anything coming to mind about like why you why you're finding that difficult and what exactly it is about that? Like that you're finding difficult um and if you can't if you don't want to share that's cool too you don't know okay well that's cool so maybe what what we'll take a step back and and look at like so I thought I'd be this will be helpful for everyone as well like why why am I getting you to plant a treat like what's the what's the logic behind that and there's 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 
a couple of diff- different reasons. First of all, it's because you know, this is having a healthy relationship with food and being part naturally healthy is in allow- giving yourself that permission to have the pleasure of food. And so planning treats is one way to um, make sure that you're having something every day that you really just, you love, like that you, that, that you're eating just for the pure joy of it. Um, so that's so that you're getting more pleasure. And also I wanted to get, like, I want you to get into the habit of planning ahead because um, that helps you use your prefrontal cortex. So you make the best decisions, but also because then you get the anticipation of having whatever it is that you're having. And so we want to like, do like that, I'm, I'm, like ultimately I'm, the next step is to be planning other food as well, but we want to plan like I wanted to make it fun and make it easy for you to get started. So that's why I said, like, let's start with planning a treat. And and the reason for this is because we want to, like, so the first reason is, like, that it's fun. It's, like, and it's a, a doable small small step. So it's, like, one of those tiny habits, like a gateway, gateway habit. <clears throat> but the other, like, into planning more. But the other other real reason is, is because and when I work with people and I notice this in myself is that often if we're like you know wanting to be healthy and we want to take care of our like we want our, our weight to change or whatever we can get caught up in the like not giving ourselves permission to have like bad food and not giving ourselves permission to have treats because we you know we want to be healthy and by and and then which of course you, know, you can do that for a while but then of course like you know you'll you'll get an opportunity and you'll end up overeating stuff. So by having treats on a regular basis, it shuts, like it just calms down that desire for whatever food it is that you really love because, and it builds that self-trust because then you're like giving every day, you're giving yourself like something that, that feels really good for you. And so your psychological hunger is turned down, like your desire for food is turned down and you're not getting into that FOMO mindset because, you you're building that trust of like yeah I give I'm I'm someone and you're becoming that person is like I, part of having that healthy relationship with food is like I'm someone who enjoys food I'm someone who has food that I love on a regular basis so that's the reason why we want to plan a treat um so does does that make sense to everyone is like that that there's and the thing is that like I've seen so many times is when someone is struggling um like then often time like oftentimes I'll I'll get them to start planning treats and then like things will fall into place. So and particularly like um and because it just takes the charge out of it. Um yeah like Marissa said like that restrictive pattern. Yeah. So it's, it just stops us from going into that that restrictive pattern and it helps us feel satisfied. So that's why we want to do it. Um yeah and so I'm reading the chat. I just <laughs> need to be focusing on talking. Um, so that's that's why Tammy. I just want to check in. So Tammy's saying, "Yeah, that makes sense." Um, the thing, but the thing is, you don't have to be eating like you know chocolate, and it's fine to eat chocolate every day. It's fine to have like cupcakes every day if that's what you really love. It's fine to have wine every day if that's what you love. If that's your like, um, so you you don't have to be having like. You know, super indulgent food every day in order to ha- turn off that psychological f- hunger and to feel like that that peace. And really, it's up to you to play around with the 
frequency and the quantity of your treats to find like what's a rhythm that works well for you and so it might be tummy that for you like planning a treat like having like maybe like there's a treat that you have a couple of times a week rather than every day might be a good rhythm for you but um if if you're finding it onerous i just first of all like like just just question like 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 what's blocking you from like thinking of things that you love to eat and, and, and exploring that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's interesting. Part of the thing is I try not to keep treats around and I do have treats often though. Great, Tammy. This is where we're, okay. So we're uncovering it. This is so good. So what that means, Tammy, is like on some level, you're not, the onerous bit comes in because I sh- there's like still a belief that I shouldn't be having these treats. I shouldn't be having things like that. I can't trust myself around them. And so that's probably where, it, that's probably why it feels hard. Do you think that's it, Tommy? Um, that there's like, you know, I'm, I'm, I perhaps, yeah, I, 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 I like that's my, my, my sense. And so, so if you're having treats often, like, the way like then then it's really important <laughs> to to get into the habit of planning them because and for the reason that it's going to turn off like it's going to like decrease your desire for for overeating them and it's going to help you find that balance and also like by getting into the habit of planning you're going to get the anticipation of the treats because if you're not anticipating them then you're missing out on a big part of the joy of having treats um <clears throat> so if you already have treats, if you're already having treats often, like, you know what the things are that you love, like, you know, it's so just if you, and if you like, just have your list and just have a list, like have a treat list. And if you see something that you think, oh, I'd really love to have that. Like I haven't, or I haven't had that in ages. I haven't had donut in ages or someone's got something that's really good. Add it to your treat list and then get into the habit of if you like, you might need to refer to your treat list when you're planning your treat for the day. And so that's going to make it feel easy because you've got a list there. So you're not going to have to be thinking of something off the top of your head from scratch and taking it from there. Do you think you could experiment with that, Tammy? Because the other option is to um, to not plan treats, but I really feel, particularly if you are eating treats anyway, like we, I don't want you to miss out on that joy, basically, Tammy. And I also like, because that's a key part of being naturally healthy. So how would that feel, Tammy? It's your homework is like come up with a treat list and then plan that treat every day. And and for everyone, like the thing is that you might decide that it's okay, Tammy's saying good, excellent, challenge accepted. Um, you might do like it's totally fine if you've planned a treat and then in the moment you go, like I plan to have chocolate, dark chocolate um after dinner on sun, like it's with my tea on Sunday night after dinner, and I like just didn't really feel like it. I was like, I was kind of, I'm done, done with eating. So like no dramas. I didn't like go, Oh, I planned this treat. So I have to eat this treat. I was like, no, that's fine. I'll just have it. I'll have it another time. The chocolate's going to keep in the cupboard. It's no dramas. So you don't have to eat a treat when you've planned it. Um, but getting into this habit is really key. Okay. Does anyone have any questions actually? So, um, Anke had said, um, but I love variety and surprises. Then, and that's totally cool too, Anke. If, like, if you love variety and surprises, then you you do your plan is I'm gonna have a like I'm, I'm gonna, like think about the the time of when you want to do it, and you're like, okay, I'm gonna have a surprise, and that's gonna be my treat for the day. Like, you don't have to know exactly what the treat is 
it doesn't have to be exactly planned if you don't want it to. Like if it makes more sense to just go, okay, I'm going to have something, or it might be like you're going out to a favorite restaurant. You don't know exactly what it's going to be on the menu, but you're like, okay, I'm just going to order from the menu and that's going to be my treat for the day. I'm just going to order what feels good and like, or whatever, I'm going to have dessert when I go out and I'm going to order whatever looks good. Like you don't have to be super specific, but, but giving yourself that permission of, okay, this is going to be my treat time is really key. Okay. How's everyone feeling about treats? I love that this is like hard for some people. <laughs> and I, yeah, and I, I guess that to be fair, like this was probably hard. It was hard for me too when I, um, in the, in the beginning. Okay. So, um, let's go. Um, okay. So plan for today is just a little bit of news and then I'll do a quick recap on last week, which I will actually keep it quick. And then we're going to be talking about untangling our sugar craving habits um, so, uh, oh yeah, post of the pri- week prize this week goes to Kate Berry and she's, um, Kate won't, is, won't be on the call, but she said, um, there's a first time for everything. And she said, I have a history of signing up to numerous personal courses, such as parenting relationships or food, but have never truly invested my time and focus on any of these programs. I must hope that by signing up, I will somehow absorb the messages without doing the work. I routinely seem to miss the start of the course, resulting in feeling behind and then not actually getting started. So after one false start with the NHC last year, um, I got, I've got i got myself on track to make this program my exception to the rule. Thanks, Jules, for being encouraging and checking in with me to see that I'm on track. Um, okay, my, big, my win is that I've made a big effort to stay with the program without being a perfectionist about it. Um, I love in this week's call that we can give ourselves permission not to be perfect at all the steps and listen to all the replays um, and that we are simply where we need to be. Yes, Kate, um, for anyone else who feels like they too have a history of non-completion, I think that this is our year to do it. So I loved that so much from, from Kate. And I, so Kate wins the prize and to win the prize next week, you just need to post anything in the group. It can be a win. It can be a fail. It can be a review. It can be anything you like or a resource. Um, But I did one thing I did want to say about this is, um, oh, someone's turned on closed captioning. Thank you, um, Fiona. (laughs) Um, So one thing I did want to say, actually, and I'll turn it on here as well. I'll do it on the next call. Um, From what Kate said is, yeah, like, that I have a belief that any program, like any coaching group, any program that I sign up for, that I'm going to get exactly what I need when I need it. So that's why that's one of the the thoughts in our philosophy. And I don't need to know how that's true. And so sometimes just by signing up is like, that's, you'll get what you need. And sometimes like by doing part of a program, you're going to get what you need. Like I did a, um, a program on shame, unshaming last year it was like a five-week thing and I did like four, four weeks I've like listened to all the I've done all the exercise but the fifth week I'm like there's something about it like I go to do it and I'm like no I don't really want to and I like I've, so I'm just trusting that inner wisdom of me mine that there's like I, it's not the right time for me to do that and maybe sometime in the future I'll I'll feel inspired and I'll go back to it but maybe I won't and maybe I just trust that I've got what I need out of that program so so there's a, I wanted to just sow that seed for everyone that that you're getting exactly what you need and you don't need to know how that's true. Like you don't need to know what that looks like. Um, and then the other news is 
Um, the daily practice challenge. Yes. Yeah, so when you complete your daily practice challenge, um, and Marisa's done hers, yay, like just post a photo in the group because it's just a, it's a fun thing to share. Um, and there's prizes for the people who complete the challenge and, um, and post in the group. And there's no time limit on it. So just whenever you do it, when you get it done, um, you're just a photo of your um, progress chart and post that in the group. Or if you're doing the app and you want to um, you know, post a photo of your, your 14 day streak, um, you can do, do that. Okay, so let's recap last week. We spoke about last week weighing with curiosity. We spoke about like why we want to weigh daily. Basically, like this idea that 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 data is power and it actually stops the guessing and the obsessing, and it's way more immediate feedback and it gives you an opportunity to learn what works for you and also gives you an opportunity to separate your self worth from 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 the number on the scale. So to actually see your weight as like just this it's like a data it's like it's like how tall you are not we're not obsessing around how tall we are and so the weight your weight we want to like build that 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 separation in so that's why we we do it daily we want to weigh daily and how to weigh daily just bringing the curiosity to it like I wonder what this is going to be and treat it as an experiment and I went through there's a list um and I'll just paste in the chat here for anyone that didn't get it um, wasn't on last week. So in circle, there's a, uh, why is it not pasting? There we go. Um, yes, in circle, there's a, there's a resource that ha lists out all the reasons why weight will fluctuate up and all the reasons why weight will fluctuate down. So if you haven't checked that out, have a look at it because it's just really helpful to help you start to understand what's going on. And if you have any questions or if anything's like, feels hard with the weighing or you notice any kind of obsessive thoughts coming in or you aren't able to step like you're feeling really down if it's up and you're feeling really good if it isn't if the weight's down just let me know so that we can um we can coach you through that because it's like totally normal nothing's gone wrong particularly if you haven't you're not in the habit of weighing yourself and when you are learning like um yeah i can help you help you with that so how's everyone feeling about about daily weighing i know mandy we, well i've got i've Mandy, I've got you down that we'll coach at the end on, on um, alternate tracking methods. Can I share something about weighing? Yeah, go, 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 Marissa. So I'll just context everybody. I was like, there's no way I can weigh myself. I'm weighing myself daily, which is like a miracle. And yesterday it was, I was out all day and I went to have dinner and I knew like making a certain choice was going to make the scale go up a little bit. But I was like, this is true to my stomach. This is true to what I want. I'm going to have it wasn't like a crate and the scale went up a little bit this morning and I was like cool for me to not restrict and do this perfectly so that the scale will just go down and down and down is I can't even tell you <laughs> to be real to be with it to not be restricting yeah let's celebrate Marissa but also like Marissa what if like, like that was like the perfect choice for you like is you like you were true to yourself this is what I really want and I'm doing it out of like what I desire for, like what feels good to me, not what, like not to manipulate a number on the scale. And I'm comfortable with it going up. So that's like a sign that you really are unattached to it. Like that, like that's really like, that's next level, Marissa. Like that's amazing to be at that I'm place. Amazing. So, I'm, so trusting quickly, yeah. I'm, I'm trusting this process that this is, things are going well and I'm not going to manipulate it. Like I know how to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not going to get me anywhere in the long run. Yeah. So, 
and that sometimes the the best decision is to eat something that is you don't know is going to make the scale go up or, or, and sometimes you want to overeat and have that really full feeling and go like, like the scale's going to go up the next day and that's a good thing like and that's part of it like and really like not wanting it to be going down all the time like being comfortable with that that is incredibly Dude, and it feels really empowering people. yeah okay so it's okay like that was an okay thing that it went up a little bit and yeah like, it doesn't yeah keep going down 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 okay. no 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 and that's a, like because you're going to get fluctuations but also there's times there's a time and place like totally there's a time like there's still still times where I overeat and I know I'm doing it in the moment and I don't want to coach myself and I go for it and I know the scale's going to be higher but I don't ever give myself a hard time about it I'm like I'm like ooh, I wonder what the damage is going to be today like how bad is it going to be like and I play a play a game with it so it's like you can bring playfulness into it as well like this yeah. to me is how we can live our entire lives not just five weeks or six months right like this is yeah how- yeah yeah exactly this is like this is you for like, and finding what, like, yeah, finding that balance for you. Yeah. Yeah. So great, Marissa. Yay. Okay. Now, um, great. Kira's here. Um, so we're going to be talking about untangling sugar craving habits. So this is from Kira posted last week in the chat. Um, any advice on what to do when we have sugar cravings? I find it hard to think about anything else, or if I'm stressed, I just want something sweet. Um, Yes. So first of all, um, so, um, Kira, are you able to talk or you, or you just, I know you're not on camera, so I just thought I'd just find out, but if you can't, that's cool. We can, we can do it in the, in the chat. Um, <clears throat> okay. Um, I think I phone CFI with, with Kira, but anyway, so Kira and everyone, <laughs> sugar, sugar cravings. So first of all, like I want to like everyone to see that, like to start to approach this from the perspective that you, while your habits are a part of like you, they, they don't actually define, like you, you are not your habits. So if you, um, oh, she has a baby at, a baby sleep school. Oh my goodness. That's a great place to be Kira. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> that sounds like such a good, 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 good place to be. Um, so yeah, I want to like, just to, cause when we like have sugar cravings, it can feel like it's like, this is who we are. And like, I'm a sugar addict and, um, or, you know, I just can't be trusted around sugar. And when we have those thoughts about ourselves around something like this, it, like it just makes it a lot harder because then we feel like we're powerless. Like we feel like we don't have a choice in the matter. And so what I want, first piece of thought I have for anyone that's like struggling with cravings for sugar or carbs or alcohol, whatever it is, is just to approach it from, just remember like, this is just a habit, right? This is just a habit that's not really helping you. And it's not who you are. And also like, you know, our habits change. We're changing in the process of changing our habits. It's one of the biggest parts of the Naturally Healthy Club. So like just, and when we approach it from that perspective, it's really gives us that like a little window into, oh, actually, you know, I do have some agency over this. I am, I do have, there's an, op, there's just, it, we want to just open up that window. Okay. It's possible for me, for this to be different for me. I'm not necessarily going to be doomed to being in this, on this sugar roller coaster, um, you know, for the rest of my life. And, and then from that place of like, okay, separating it out, like, this is just a habit that I have. 
it's not really helping me. It seems like a big messy tangle of like um, in um, BJ Fogg's book, Atomic Habits, he talks about it being like a tangle of like string that's like really like, and so the bad habits, we just want to think about it. Like we're just going to untangle it piece by piece and we just, but just approaching from this. Yeah. But we, you know, it is possible to, to work through this. Um, so we, and we, then we want to approach it with like this just curious mindset and, and then start doing experiments. So let's now talk about like what causes sugar cravings and the solutions for each of these, because there's a lot of different factors that can cause you to have that craving for sugar. And so by going through these, it'll give you an opportunity to to like just as I'm going through them, just think, oh, is, does this apply to me? Like, is this something that that I need to work on? Like, is this is this something that could be contributing to my sugar cravings? And if it is, make a note and then think about the the solution that I'm offering for for each of the the um, potential causes. And then you just want to start experimenting on yourself and and seeing and and like and choose the one that feels like it's going to be the easiest for you to get started with so like start with the littlest experiment and just knowing that like you know you've got plenty of time and if this is a pattern that you've had for a long time it, it might take a little while to unravel but just by doing like going slowly unraveling each cause and experimenting with each cause you'll get you'll get there and that actually sometimes it takes a while and then sometimes with with stuff like this it can be it can just be a decision and you can it can be actually really quick quick so it can be it can be both and just be open to that happening um yeah and Anke said because this work for salty cravings too absolutely or alcohol like anything that's not helpful like anything that you're craving um for sure for sure this, this will go through through this so so source number one of cravings for, for alcohol, for sugar, we'll just say, say cravings, is not enough protein. And so the reason for that is like your body's not getting enough quality protein. It's looking, it starts looking. And so you'd think you'd crave protein, but the problem is like protein, like your body knows that protein takes a while to digest and for you to get the energy. Whereas sugar in particular, um, but even salty snacks as well, like highly processed food, your body knows that it's going to like, that's going to break down really quickly and go into your blood bloodstream really quickly and give you like um, that en quick fix, like en energy fix. So that's why like, if you're not getting enough protein, it can manifest as a sugar craving. So it's a little bit counterintuitive. Um, but what you'll find is if you're, if that's true for you, if you start having more protein, um, so say, and usually sugar cravings happen in the afternoon. So if you're, if you focus on having more protein, the solution of having more protein at, at all, all meals, but particularly at lunch, you often find that, that, that will have a huge impact on your sugar craving. So that's, that's option number one. Um, and all the, and the other options to like have more protein at lunchtime or, um, or have plan an intentional snack that has, um, has protein in it. So you're going to get some, some protein when you're having that snack rather than, and you've got a, a an option that's going to be sustainable rather than going to your, your sugary snacks or your salty snacks. So, um, so I've just posted a link in the chat there for, there's a list of like higher protein snack ideas. So if you like that's totally not exhaustive but just to give you if you are if you are thinking oh okay well maybe i need to have some higher protein snack options there's a there's a resource there for you um so that's first one not enough protein second one is um insulin resistance or if you've got blood sugar issues and 
Um, and that's yeah, it's kind of like I won't go into a whole the science behind that, but the re- way you know that you have insulin resistance is um, if you when you when you're putting on weight, if you put on weight around your t- tummy, like an, around your middle, rather that mean that's a sign of insulin resistance. Whereas if you put on when you put on weight, if it goes around your thighs and your butt, that's a, that's actually a good sign. It's a sign that you don't have insulin resistance. So um, so that. And there's a post in Circle about um, which with some links to in the resources section to insulin resistance. So if that's something that you're thinking, oh, I, that could be me, check out that that resource. And also let me know because I can, um, can can guide you on that. But the solution, so the solution to insulin resistance, so if you've got blood sugar control issues, um, this, which I do, <laughs> um, the solution to that is to like get tested, like go see your doctor if you, if you think you might be, like knowledge is power and and just knowing that you have that, then you can, can manage accordingly. Um, so yeah, go see your doctor and like the two, there's the two ways to manage insulin resistance are to take medication for it and to like to to focus on like eating mostly low carb like I do. And I actually take do both. So I last year decided to start taking medication for my um for my my diabetes. Um okay, yeah, Mandy's good, great question, Mandy. So ask them for it's called HBA1C. That if you say, look, I think I'm insulin resistance, your doctor will know. But um yeah, the best test to get is HBA1C. Um, actually, I think it's a little B. Anyway, and that that tests your your average blood sugar over the the, the previous three three months. So it gives you a like a long term test. Whereas if they just do your fasting glucose, that's not doesn't give you the bigger picture um, test. But your doctor will know. Um, yes. So yeah get tested and then the solution is to look at medication like totally no shame in doing that i'm taking um metformin for mine just to make it as good as it can be and also like just what i'm going like going mostly low carb so and if you so the thing with low carb is like you don't have to go keto or like go really crazy hardcore restrictive on it um and if you still love rice, like still have some rice, but just be really mindful of your portions. If you think you're insulin resistance, like what's, you know, have a tiny bit of rice and have like more protein with you, like order a curry that's got more protein um, so that you can balance that out. Um, so yeah, being, being mindful and being intentional about quantities and frequency of having carbs and maybe like, just think about, you know, if you love rice, yes, but do you need to have it every day kind of thing? Um so that's number two. So we've got not enough protein, insulin resistance, and blood slash blood sugar issues. The third, um, and this is like a really common common cause of um, of sugar cravings and and any craving actually is like psychological hunger or the psychological desire for um, for whatever it is that you're craving due to re- you restricting it and or you moralizing it. So when we tell ourselves that sugar is bad and I shouldn't have sugar and like, and you don't let yourself have sugar. And then let that, that really builds your desire for, <laughs> desire for sugar. Like this is just how human brains work. Like, you know, that's true. And, and so the solution to that increased, like increasing that desire is to like make intentional choices and plan ahead so that like, and that's why we're having a daily treat, like plan those treats, like plan your, plan your sugar ahead and and give yourself the opportunity to to have those things 
doesn't have to be every day, but having them in your life so that you're not building that psychological hunger, hunger for sweets. Um, and, and, but with that, you want to be like, you know, set, be, be firm with yourself. So rather than just going like my treat is I'm having cupcakes today. Like, hey, how many am I having? Am I having one cupcake and like be specific about your quantities. So if you, so, cause it, it can be easy to, to go into overeating territory with, with things like sugar. So we want to like, um, we want to like, yeah, bring it back and just have that boundary. Um, so that's number three. We've got psychological hunger. So that re- the restrictive piece. Number four is like um, it's like s- stress, which I think like Kira's got a young young she's at sleep school, so that's a lot that would definitely be playing into for Kira. But it, and often of but and so stress can be a component, or and it, even if it doesn't have to be like that, we're super stressed out. But it can just be like we're working, 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 and we our brains need a break. And so the way that our brain's like, well, I need a break. Um, how am I going to get one? Well, if I throw up a sugar, if I uh, throw in a sugar craving here, <laughs> I know I'm going to get a break. So it can be just like, it can be stress, but it can also be just that needing of a break or it can, and it can also be like, and, and also can be like that, you know, we're, we're looking for dopamine, like our brain's looking for that reward, that, that neurotransmitter that, that gives us that reward. Like we're looking for that good feeling. Um, so like that's kind of I bucketed all those those three together so the solution there is to actually I probably could separate them out but to to be intentional about having breaks and give yourself permission to have breaks so like if you're normally just working through the whole afternoon and not having a break except for like to get up and have some sugar maybe you want to just think about your your routine where you actually give yourself permission to have like 15 minutes of doing something like away from your desk like getting out in nature or um you know reading a like having making a tea and having some like having that afternoon tea or maybe it's like having an intentional snack but you're giving yourself that opportunity to have that break so that you're not then looking for the sugar um so that's that's that one. And actually I should have separated out the dopamine. So stress needing a break, we'll have them in one. And then, then the next one is like that your brain's looking for dopamine. So when we eat anything, our, our brain like releases dopamine um, and particularly with sugar, we, it releases more, a lot of dopamine, which is our, it feels good. Like we get that, that hit of dopamine. And so what we what the alternative if you, if you think that it's like oh it's i'm doing this to get that reward to get that good feeling then the the way to um to balance that out is actually look for other sources of dopamine and we'll, we are going to be talking about dopamine and looking at intentional um alternative sources of dopamine in future lessons but it's just anything that 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 feels good to you is going to release release dopamine so um so uh like yeah, well, I'm just I'm blanking here. Jill, come come back to it. Um, yeah, so so things so anything that's soothing to you or giving you a sense of accomplishment, ticking things off a list, um, is going to to release dopamine. So it might be like, and so you can in, tie that in with your intentional break of d- doing something that feels good, so that you get some dopamine without having to have the sugar. And actually, you know, all food we release dopamine when we have any food, like healthy food as well. So having a snack is going to give you some do- like a higher protein snack is going to give you some dopamine instead of the sugar sugary dopamine so that that's always an option um and um 
Oh, and there's actually a really great tool that I think I, I briefly shared on, shared on one of the calls um, to kind of reset this. Um, oh, yeah, okay. No, I'm going to talk about that in a sec. Getting ahead of myself here. Okay, we're good, Jules. Um, okay, so, so yeah, so, so far we've got pro, not enough protein, insulin resistance, um, psychological hunger or like that desire for food, desire for whatever it is that you're craving, stress slash needing a break slash needing some dopamine, um, insulin sufficient sleep. <laughs> so, um, yeah, okay. Marissa said, I love dancing to a song of songs. Um, I loved as a teen or lately um, for a break. Yes, lots of dopamine for, for dancing. So good. Um, yeah, like there's so many options. So the next one is insufficient sleep, which Kira, we know she's at sleep school. So that's obviously a problem. Um, and so the solution there, of course, is like more sleep, easier said than done. Um, but so it's just to be mindful. Okay, I've got the like sleep's not great for me right now. So I, I think the the key solution there is to like know that I'm probably going to need need more dopamine during the day. So look at those intentional snacks and have them handy so that you're not always going to sugar. Um, and the other thing with sleep is just to be really careful with caffeine because even if you think you're not um, sensitive to caffeine, it does impact the quality of your sleep. So the actual amount of like deep sleep that you get and REM sleep. So that's something that you might want to play around with, like just minimizing your caffeine and being really intentional with your caffeine so that that doesn't impact um, sleep. But having intentional snacks really helps. Um, Mandy says, what about cacao? Um, it, like it depends on, on the person. Mandy, like I, I don't, there's no nowhere near as much caffeine in cacao. So I think generally... Most, for most people, it's fine unless you're super, like, you're really sensitive to caffeine. So I, I wouldn't worry, like, you know, dark chocolate as well. Like, it's, it, that's fine. Um, okay. So, and then our final one is that, you know, so I, I mentioned habits at the beginning is sometimes these cravings can, can, it can be a habitual pattern, like that we get to the afternoon, we get that slump and we like, we, we, and so that, like, it's just a habit that, that we have, like part of our circadian rhythm is our, our body, like if it's, particularly if it's something that's happening most days is that we get to a certain time and then our body, like there is a circadian rhythm um, aspect to hunger. So if you're normally having sugar at a certain time, your body is actually, um, is preparing for the sugar to come, come along. Cause it's like, okay, it's, it's, it's like, it's sugar time. And so then if you're not giving it the sugar, it's like, it's, um, it's giving you that, um, that, that desire for sugar. So like there, there's this habitual component to it. And so having an intentional snack that's not sugary is of course, uh, an option that, and is a solution there but there's also a technique that um i want to teach you all called um bilateral stimulation and so what this is is it's just a way to stimulate your brain so that that when you're having like a when a habitual pattern is is coming up it like just confuses your brain basically and puts up a roadblock so that you don't go through through that um it doesn't doesn't complete the normal habit like the thought habit loop that normally goes on so if you're feeling like you've got that urge like the cravings coming on and you've got that urge 
by doing this technique of bilateral stimulation, it just kind of puts a roadblock up on the urge and it brings you back to like a more neutral state. And then from that more neutral state, you can decide what to do next, whether that's, okay, I need an intentional treat or I'm going to um, do some self-soothing and or go for a dance, like do something to give me some dopamine or I'm just going to take a break. Um, but yeah, having this tool in your tool belt is is incredibly powerful. It's kind of freaky how, um, how, how effective it is. And it's like, I learned this from my, um, actually from my business coach, which is kind of weird. And so what the tool is, um, oh yeah, <laughs> it's um, bilateral stimulation. So bilateral being like, it's going to stimulate both halves of our brain. Um, <clears throat> and so all we do, it's like, it takes like 10 seconds to do it. So you just want to grab an object. So whether that's your phone or I've just got a pack of stickers here, which are a prize for people that, um, win post of the week, um, some stone suit stickers, but any object, or it could be a water bottle or if <laughs> I've actually done this. Like I had the urge to have, um, peanut butter when I was uh, after dinner, when I was putting the peanut butter jar away. And so I just used the peanut butter jar that I'd had the urge for, um, and it just comes down, it comes down urges. So just all you want to do is just pass the object, whatever it is from hand to hand in kind of a rhythmic way. And I usually count, as I'm doing it and I look at the object as I'm doing it so I don't drop it um, but I usually count up to 10 but it's up to, like there's no magic number just do what feels good sometimes I go, go longer if I feel feel like it's kind of calming me down and that's it to the technique and then you'll just check in with how you're feeling and you'll notice that if you were feeling like a strong urge for something that is often enough to bring you back to a more calm and neutral place so it's um yeah, so that's a, that's a tool that you can use when the cravings come up. Okay, so just to recap, when we have cravings, not enough protein, insulin resistance, like psychological hunger, so that desire for food, um, stress, needing a break, needing dopamine, insufficient sleep, and then the habitual component or the circadian rhythm component. And, the, and we have the solutions for each of those. So how's everyone feeling, particularly you, Kira, um, about about cravings. Is there, does anyone have any questions or anything you're concerned about? I think it's wild that when I joined, I was I was always wanting something salty and crunchy around three o'clock, and then as soon as like I could have, I have not had that since we started as my treat. It's fascinating to me. Like once right. I was like, you can have it if you, you want. It, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It one time. <laughs> yeah it's just like that's how we work it's like we, that when as soon as we give ourselves permission for things it just cancels out that desire for for yeah it. i yeah. think it was habitual and i was moralizing it or something i don't know just, yeah so interesting yeah fascinating yeah great kira how are you feeling do you feel like you've got some like and actually so if anyone which of those do you do you think it would be good to um yes great so just, Kira said, looking forward to look at the protein options. Yeah, I think that would be the place that I would start to, Kira, is um, getting some protein, higher protein snacks in your repertoire so that, and you only need like one or two. Um, I have the same snack every day. Like I have yogurt and seeds and um, sometimes tahini, sometimes nut butter. And I love it. It's really great. And so, yeah, you don't need a huge variety in your snacks, but having that go-to where you're being intentional about it and having that as your option is going to be really, really key. Great. Anyone else thinking 
worried, excited? What's going on? Um, yeah, you know what usually kind of happens to me is if I plan that healthy cottage cheese and carrot snack at three, it doesn't satisfy me that I eat that and something sugary. <laughs> right, right. So Jenny, sounds like, yeah. So then in, in that case, like, do you need to be having more of it or is cottage cheese not enough protein? Like, so maybe you need to be looking at having something like more substantial, like having you know some peanut butter with it or some something or some nuts with it as well, or some seeds with it to make mm-hmm. it a bit more substantial. And also Jenny, like all thinking about, okay, so giving yourself permission to have those, like, are you planning to have sugary stuff at some part of the day? Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, that makes yeah. sense. That makes yeah. Sense. But that's you what think- I find myself doing is maybe that was the past, right? I denied myself. Yes. Said, yeah. So you- what I should eat is the cottage cheese and, and carrots. And then I eat that and I go, but that's not really what I wanted. I wanted something sugary. And and then I ended up eating more than I should because I just kind of you have both. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, like so it sounds like there's some psychological hunger, like psychological desire for sugar stuff, sugary stuff. So you want to like having planning that treat. And so maybe, and maybe you like you do decide that actually, you know what, for me, having sugar in the afternoon is is gonna be the perfect place for me to have have my treat during the day and so then you go for it and and you have your sugary thing and you don't worry about the cottage cheese um yeah cool cool excellent jenny um oh kira so kira's asked what are your thoughts on fruit um often they're very sweet but not the snack i'm craving mangoes etc yeah so like if you want to like don't have fruit because you think it's healthy like if you want to have sugar have have something that's going to be satisfying that you like give your body like if you are having the sugar have the thing that you really want to have however like and and don't have don't have like don't use fruit uh because it's like there's zero protein in fruit so it's not going to be give you that protein satisfied so it's from a health perspective fruit isn't ticking boxes and from a desire perspective it's not ticking boxes so unless you really love the fruit in that case go for it um um yeah so maria um protein snacks tips without nuts yeah check out the, the list in the link that i put up earlier um and marcia's saying i like to have something sweet like fruit so cottage cheese and fruit or yogurt and fruit and and nuts great like if that makes nuts yeah like if that if that feels good to you. and it's really like up to you to just like you know experiment and discover what works with you um yes yeah great kira yeah yeah and actually yeah like using it as an opportunity to yeah like getting into the practice of journaling about your feelings can be a good one we are going to be doing some work on feeling our feelings in the future um, so just just know that that's coming. Okay. So uh, okay. Carol had a question, Jules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Do you see Carol's up there? Do you use oh, yeah. terms oh, snack no, and treat interchangeably, or are they meant oh, to me? Thank you, thank you. Um, no. So so treat is a, is <clears throat> no, they're not the same thing. So a, so you can have a treat as a snack. So like a snack is a small meal that you have in between breakfast like that's that's not breakfast lunch or dinner so that's that's what a snack is and then a treat is something that you're having that feels indulgent that feels 
um, that's 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 that you're having for pleasure. You're eating purely for pleasure. So, and then like it can give you nutritional benefits as well. It doesn't have to always be just junk food. But a treat can happen. Your your treat can be at dinner. It can be at any part of the day. So they're they're actually two quite separate separate things. But you can also have a treat at snack time. So, so does that make sense, Carol? I'm glad you asked that. Um, yeah, great. Mandy said I've changed from using the word treat in my word for my word into indulgence. Yeah, great. Awesome, Mandy. I love that. Um, okay, cool. So um, actually, Mandy, so let be good to coach now um, on, um, oh, I didn't paste it in here. So um, yeah, like Mandy, let's coach on where you're at with in terms of tracking. So for everyone, um, Mandy was, like we think we uncovered Mandy doesn't want to be someone who weighs herself. <laughs> so she'd asked about alternate tracking, tracking methods. So how are you feeling about that at the moment, Mandy? Um, okay. I mean, I, it's not bugging me quite as much as it was. Um, what I found and what I think is still kind of happening is it's, this was really hard for me to try and explain and get my head around, but like, that's okay. I, I think of myself, I kind of know where I'm comfortable, right? Like, and, and the weight range, like, I don't care about fluctuations of a few pounds even, but, um, but I know kind of the range where I'm most, where my body feels comfortable and where I feel, um, I don't know, just good in my own skin and seeing every day evidence that I'm not in that zone is like, it seemed like it was reinforcing, you know, you are weight Y rather than I'm like, I sort of think of myself as I'm a person who normally weighs X right now. I'm outside that zone. And instead I was just seeing like this constant daily reinforcement of sort of like you are outside that zone. So, um, so it felt like it was kind of reinforcing where I didn't want to be. But what I found is if I stand on the scale and I kind of, I don't have to look at the scale, it's just grabbing the number and putting it into my little tracker <laughs> in my phone. Right. And the thing that actually is way more interesting to me, um, because we're talking about a fairly small amount of weight, like I'm already at a healthy weight. I just really want to be at a weight where it's I really feel different. better in my body. But what's more, much more interesting to me is body composition. And I really want to change my muscle to fat ratio. And I know I will, then I don't care about the number on the scale. I, I know I will feel better in my body. And it's much more for me about like my level of fitness and my, um, cardiovascular health and my, how strong am I and feeling good in my body. So when I'm actually seeing like tiny changes in my body composition that it just in the last like few days, there's been enough data now over whatever it's been two ish weeks. Um, where I'm starting to see like, oh yeah, that actually could be is, a okay. motivating number for me to track. Um, but I still feel like there's something else that would be a little bit, I, I don't know. I would be interested in your ideas about alternative 
Yeah. Okay. So if you've got to the place where, do you think you've got to the place where you're a bit more accepting of this is my situation now, so therefore the the weight's not a thing that's not bugging you and there's some potential there for the um, body compositions to be actually motivating. So maybe if you're like, if that feels like there's something still there for you to keep going with that, what do you think? What yeah, do you think? I feel like I, I right now I feel like I can I, I've I've kind of figured out in my mind how to screen out the the weight number, which I feel like is kind of dis, it's it has been serving as a distraction in a way, or it's like it doesn't feel helpful to me. But I do I am interested in, and I don't really want to look at it every day but I can look every few days or every week or whatever at like, how is my body composition changing and how, you know, am yeah. I building muscle and yeah. Am I well, if you, and- if you like, I guess if, if that's, it's probably better off, you're probably better off like um, actually just going and doing a DEXA scan to get your actual body composition done and not worrying about the scale at all. If and and then get and getting that tested again in three months time or six months time yeah um, yeah because i think those like the scale body composition they're not yeah they're I, not I, super. i'm not i'm not reading it like this that's another thing is actually i know those scales are like meh you know yeah they kind of yeah try, right so i'm not i'm not reading any it's also easier for me in a certain way to like not um get hung up on those numbers okay 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 yeah but actually look more there's no like huge emotion attached to that other than like I know that that's that's like the main thing that I want to change for myself yeah Yeah. okay okay well it's yeah like I said that that's up to you to whether you want to keep doing that but I would still do it like every day so you've got the data rather than it being once a week or a bit loose, loosey goosey. Like I make the decision to either I'm doing it every day or I'm not doing it. At I'm all. collecting it every day. Yeah. Yeah. But, cool. I'm not, but I'm not looking at it every That's day. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm not, cause I'm not, because what I'm interested can, in is and then the you trend. Can look, and, and then you can look at the averages in the trend. Yeah. But that sounds, yeah, let's do that, Mandy. That's good. And then, but if you're open to other tracking, and this is for everyone as well, like weight's just one thing to track. The next thing I'd look at tracking is thinking about your habits and which of your habits would feel good to track. Um, And so, you know, you might want to track, you know, putting your cutlery down and doing a daily practice. Like they would be the two things I would recommend place starting so having some way to track like am I doing my daily practice every day like and whether that's you're just tracking it in the in an app in the app or you have it on a calendar and you just mark it off like or there's a like in a notebook where you're marking it off just some way to to track like am I doing this habit or not is um is is one and then the second one would be yeah like like giving it rating like just did I like just checking, thinking back over your day and think like, did I put my cutlery down at least once during the meal <laughs> and like, yeah, like tracking or maybe rating yourself on a scale of one to how do I feel about me putting my cutlery down would be the, the next habit to track. And also Mandy, I know for you, like something you might like to consider tracking 
um, because you like often like you're like not prioritizing having having dinner until it's really late and then you're grabbing something random maybe like tracking it did I did I like did I did I decide ahead on my dinner every day would might be a good good thing to track or did I did I um yeah did I plan did, did I plan my dinner or did I just leave yeah. it to the last minute or you know did I was, was I happy with my dinner how was I happy how did I feel about my dinner options and give yourself a, a a score on a scale of one to ten so there's like there's so many things that we we wait habit parts of the habits that we can track and it's just thinking about okay what's what and you might like to change it over time like if you want to, you might want to have a focus on like having a proper dinner every day and so you, like you might want to track that for a month but then you might you'd be focusing on having an intentional snack so maybe you 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 um track that like so you can you can you can change what you're tracking over time to see how what feels so is there anything that i've thrown out there at you mandy that you think is like thinking oh that might be helpful for me i think it might be helpful I want to think a little bit more about what yeah, would yeah, be yeah, the yeah. best way for me to track it, but something around like having proper meals. So, and, and dinner is a good place to start um, for sure. And that I I've been, Oh, I could track the pudding cutlery down too, but that feels just a little bit onerous to me. And I think yeah, I'm cool, liking, cool. Yeah. Well, I'm one, 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 one's like, enough. Yeah. 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 So I'm, I'm, I'm liking doing it and I'm doing it imperfectly and that's fine with me, but just, I'm, um, but I think the proper meals thing, like trying to shift my habit of grazing. Yes. Words like actually having real meals. Um, so I want to think about how to do it. Right. Because sometimes my partner, often my partner cooks and then dinner's just happening and that's, you know what I mean? So I think I want to think a little bit about like, what are my habits around that and how can I track it in a way that helps me move towards better habits? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That feels meaningful to you. Yeah. And it could so be I'll, rating yourself on a scale of one to 10. It could be yes or no. Did I do it? Did I not like, did I eat a proper dinner? Did I not eat a proper dinner? Like, um, yeah. And you can get habit tracking apps that can be really helpful. So I use one called, called tally the anything tracker so i track heaps of different habits that i'm working on um and it's like tracking is really we'll, we'll talk about more about tracking in the future but it's a really motivating thing to do like it's it just because oftentimes you'll go oh yeah like I, you want to get that tick on the habit tracker so you'll do something that, like if you're kind of like oh i might might skip out on this today then you go oh yeah like yeah let's do it so i can get my tick on my habit like it's very very motivating Okay, how does that feel, Mandy? You feel like that's stuff to that's helpful. Yeah, yeah, great. Absolutely. Yay. Excellent. And for everyone, like think about like, is there something else that you'd like to start tracking to like just as an extra tool for motivation? Okay, we might wrap up there this week. So your home play this week is um, same as last week. So we're building those our three habits. So our daily practice, um, weighing ourselves every day or tracking um ourselves every day a cutlery down habit and your other home play is to post a tiny win or a fail in the group um, so yeah just whenever you notice something grab out the app share it nothing's too small to share and like if you wait till later you'll often forget so just get in there we've had some great discussion and um yes and next week we will be talking about a surprise <laughs> okay have a beautiful week everyone and i will catch you next week okay bye <laughs>